0: I'd imagine there's some book boom boom in the beginning. <laughs>
1: From Buffalo, New York, the 22nd worst place to live in the United States. Suck it, St. Louis. It's the Struggle Is Real Buffalo Music Podcast.
0: This is Dennis. We had some technical glitches this week it's It's pretty complicated I don't want to bore you with all the technical details, but basically, I deleted files I shouldn't have deleted, really. It's not that complicated at all, in fact, but as a result, we don't have our usual rundown of past and upcoming Buffalo shows, but fear not, the future will be back in two weeks' time. So let's jump right into our interview with Sam Marabella, followed by music and interviews with Humble Braggers, Dream Beaches, and Tennessee's Basic Printer, with whom we caught up on April 11th at the Mohawk Place. Thanks for listening to the Struggle is Real Buffalo Music Podcast on (laughs) allwnyradio.com. Our next guest is a true master of the struggle. He performs sometimes as a solo acoustic act, sometimes with the revolving cast of fine players he has cultivated in his eponymous Marabella Band, sometimes with his Bob Dylan cover group the Robert Zimmerman Philharmonic, and other times with long-running funksters sweatin' like Nixon. He personally books his formidable calendar of gigs in many desirable places they wouldn't even let Ryan and I use a sink in. And in addition to that, Sam is the former owner of legendary Buffalo Dive Bar, Broadway Joe's,
2: and the current owner of Boulevard Music Lessons on Niagara Falls Boulevard, and, just for
0: something completely different, Yoshi Sushi Bar and Eatery in East Aurora. Please welcome to the Struggle Is Real Buffalo Music Podcast, Mr. Sam Marabella. Oh, thank you. Sam? Thanks for being here. Yeah, Thanks we don't have any applause or fanfare or that's anything. okay. But
3: I don't usually get any. Can you, can you see the gratitude <laughs>
0: shining in my eyes for, for you Appreciate being here? That. Thank you. <laughs> so uh, we're pretty hard on cover bands uh, on the show in general. So can you just for a second pretend that you really despise making money and playing music that people actually recognize and enjoy?
3: Well, I don't play much that they actually recognize. <laughs> it's so, a drag, uh, right? Yeah, and I think that's been the, that's been part of. Um, The enjoyment of doing some of the covers that I do
0: yeah what's the mix of of covers versus originals that you do on your on your typical really
3: you know uh, right now I'm not doing such a typical straight you know uh, gig that's the same you know Uh, so some nights or some days and mornings it's a brunch and at night it could be at a whiskey bar downtown so um, it varies it varies and it it can vary depending on the players so you know, if you're looking for a percentage, Dennis, I just don't know.
0: Yeah. I don't know that I'm prepared
3: to, uh,
0: <laughs> to you, deliver. to do have
3: an actual but, percentage. But uh, I would say no, not an actual adjusted over
0: time. Well, you know,
3: I've got somebody auditing it in the. Uh, they're auditing this in the car. Okay. Right? No, okay. No, no but uh, as long as you're keeping metrics, yeah. I'll <laughs> those numbers. I tend to mix it. Um, uh, it's probably less originals than uh, than covers. However. Um, I don't necessarily consider them all covers because I've really rewritten them.
0: Yeah, you know. Well, I and remember when I saw you at well, it was was it Ninth Ward? Ninth Ward, yeah. Um, you did an amazing version. Of, a bunch of songs you did really nice interpretations of, but you did that one Bob Dylan song. Yep. was it Cold Irons Bound? I think Cold Irons Bound. Yeah, yeah um, like it was unrecognizable, and I mean that in a good way well thank you yeah uh, yeah, well, you, you definitely made it your own thank I, you. I love that you know that song and, the, and the I, I like the
3: old stuff catalog, so, really a lot of the a lot of the uh, music that I do even if it, it's something that is recognizable uh, uh, to somebody it might be just um, in a different format so recently in the last couple of years it's been like a Louisiana type of feel you know and it's mm-hmm. kind of it's kind of mm-hmm. becoming a little bit more jazzier because of the the
0: evolution of my, my members Oh, okay. You know. Yeah, the they, they have a lot to do with the way, the flavorings that they put on the, they do. And, the basic and,
3: songs. And it feels pretty good. You know, and it feels pretty good to play that as I get older. Mm-hmm. I get a little bit older.
0: Yeah. So what do you mean? Like it's a, a more uh, uh, stately becoming uh, genre well, as opposed to the, the a, funk that you were known for in your twenties? Well, was I? <laughs> I think so. I knew for it. Well, thank
3: goodness. <laughs> um, you know, um, I think that just progressing and changing is is most certainly extremely important to me because it's hard to go out there and do the same thing every night.
1: <clears throat> so yeah,
3: it, it progresses. Absolutely. Yeah, it progresses. You know, it, it progresses uh, show for show, and it progresses um, with members and in genre. And um, if
0: if it stops, it hurts. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I always have a a picture of myself at like you know seventy. Well, not like I'm really gonna make it to seventy, but you
1: know, <laughs> like like yeah. I I've
0: always had this idea in my head that um, yeah, I'd be like sitting there with the with a little jar of whiskey, playing kind of right. like either like old show tunes or like old, like, you know, yeah. Frank Sinatra and set him up, Joe. Yeah. And no one's paying any attention to me still, but, you know, it feels like a mature. Very, that was a sort very Tom of Waits set of him up. Yeah, yeah I, Tom Waits is certainly uh, an, an influence, but I think In about myself. when I picture that. Myself
3: yeah. uh, now, I think that I'm kind of, I'm just starting to get ready to record, which is uh, probably the you know i I'm, I'm I'm jumping around a bit, but um that is probably where we're headed, you know, I mm-hmm. feel like that's what's oh great coming out that's cool, yeah, it's fun. It's fun. Can't wait to
2: hear it. And Dennis, you're probably more likely to have 70 cats before you have 70 years of age. Uh, I don't planet.
0: know. I've I, I got enough time. You might be right. Yeah. I might get to 70. I think we're all going to make it to 70. They're all, they're all, no, 70 cats. Oh. I'm not making it to 70 <laughs> years now. I got heart
2: disease. Come on. Yeah. I'm more likely to make it to 70 dogs than 70 years old, I think. Yeah. Then I'm cool with that, too. I'm like that's sounds great to me. I'll I'll die under a pile of dogs. Um, So, uh, on your Facebook page... Moving on (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Segwaying into my question.
1: Uh, Are you going to
2: die under a pile of dogs? Is that what you just
0: said? I think that's the quote for this episode. Drowning
2: in a sea of puppies seems like it'd be an okay way to go. That sounds pretty nice. I mean, I don't want to die from like... Now I'm really getting off on a tangent. I don't want to die from burning to death. Like, that happens all the time. People do that. If I die, and if there is an afterlife, I'd be like, how'd you die? I'd drown in a sea of dogs. They're like holy shit, like, I'm VIP up there. I'm the guy people want to talk to. That's a story. Someone strangled me. Oh, shit, that happens to 100 people a day. Yeah. School shooting. Big deal. (laughs) Commonplace. Alright. Keep it in light, guys.
1: (laughs) So, um,
3: uh,
2: you describe your music on Facebook as eclectic roots music for modern beatniks.
3: What what does that mean to you? It means that I'm not a hippie. (laughs) Alright. So you're (laughs) pre-hippie. I think that it means that. uh, uh,
0: Thought the beatniks were just hippies with shitty poetry.
3: Well, they have better hats. Better hats. Absolutely, that's that's true. Less less color in their clothing, and um, (laughs) and they're
0: cool. They smoke cigarettes. So yeah, is that what they're smoking all the time? I see them always smoking. They're called
2: jazz cigarettes. Okay. Uh (laughs) Ah, yes. They smell like happiness. (laughs) <laughs> so, um, who plays with you in the Marabella band right now? Yeah, uh,
3: I have I have a bunch of members right now. I have about thirteen members, and they rotate. Of course, I go through periods of time where and this. So, this has been going on for about about five years. So, right now, uh, I've been really playing a lot with uh, Ryan Campbell on drums. Uh, Scott, Who's he played with? That name sounds familiar to me. I think he's played with just about everybody in Western York. Okay. Um, is he a goaltender? <laughs> he is. He's yes. a goaltender also. Ah, okay. And uh, he's he's a wonderful musician. They all are. Um, uh, Scott Kellers does some drumming. Uh, Larry Rizzuto does some drumming for me. Uh, but right now, it's been mostly Ryan. Um, uh, as far as bass, um, recently, I've been working a lot with... Uh, Kevin Urso, where he's playing keyboard uh, and and bass with his left hand. Um, Yeah, he's he's a talented dude. He's a talented guy. Uh, I'm blessed to be around him. It was Um, a CD
0: release party, I believe, the the night that I went out to to see you. Right, it was
3: his CD release party. Yeah, Um, and uh, you know, so he plays keyboard. Sometimes I I've been grabbing Mike Wagner, who just played used to play with Johnny James, uh, rhubarb. You know
0: Mike? Oh, yeah. Well, I, I don't know Mike, but I, I do remember Rubar.
3: He's a ninja. Um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so he plays keyboard too. So, uh, um, you know, so if Kevin can't make it, I'm switching him up. Uh, but for instance, this weekend I've got them both where Kevin's on keyboard, uh, Mike on bass. Um, other bass players, Ed Croft plays stand up. Guy's a monster and just a wonderful guy to be around. Uh, guitar mostly. Nick Randall. From time to time, I grab Jason Dreback from sweating Like Nick Nick Oh Okay. And now... Yeah, I remember him. Hit and run. Ooh. Ooh. I'm sorry. Be nice now, because uh, he's a hell of a player, and uh, he's a um, wonderful guy, and he loves to come and play some
0: improvisational music. Ryan's hiding behind his laptop right now. <laughs> <laughs> Lance over the top here.
3: Well, uh, they're good at what they do, that's for sure, uh, uh, because I guess they're packing exactly. houses, you know?
0: Um, I believe that 's often reported of uh, of Mengala too <laughs> he 's good at what he does. Uh, so, um, who else? Right, I um, don't know who that is. So there's I have a, no idea what you're talking about. I uh, play with Dan <laughs> Nazi Reno. Nazi Doctor. Uh.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Nazi Doctor. Oh. Yeah. Man, this is a heavy episode, isn't it? <laughs> well, Sam's a heavy guy. Yeah, you no, he I comes so. in here with the brood. The brood is strong with him. The struggle is real. Yeah, it absolutely.
3: Um, so Dan, Dan Reno plays with me He's, uh, from Sweat Lake Dixon formerly, uh, from time to time. Oh, cool. Um, Mark uh, Harris uh jumps in, he's just out of town for a while. Uh oh gosh. Harry Grazer, um, who's a keyboard player, he's just amazing, amazing player. He played with me at ninth ward when he okay. saw me, Dennis. Yep. Um and uh gosh, there's a Great. couple of sounds, like, yeah. sounds like a
0: lot. If we if we forget yeah. anybody, we'll
3: put them in the show notes. Sure. Yeah. So um
2: so <laughs> are are you kind of are you still constantly accumulating or is, is are you like set with your
3: you right now I'm I'm set. Um as far as I'm not really looking, you know. Um mm-hmm. but sometimes it just um it just happens that somebody can't make it and um the reason why that started was because I was playing uh, early on at merge. Um, I took three years off or I didn't pick up an instrument uh, after sweating like Nixon. Mm-hmm. It just stopped and
0: uh, you, know, uh, you were you just like burnt out from so much playing with them? Or? Yeah,
3: and we were home, you know, and um, you know to play with the same band for so long for 10 11 years and uh, you know gosh, you know writing with them and it's all that I knew after that long, you know, and so it stopped and uh, you know you lose your identity a bit. Oh, absolutely. And you don't know what you're going to do. And I have to be honest too. As as I as I was you know starting to age, you know I don't really I don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. I don't want to I don't want to play the straight f- rock and roll anymore. It doesn't fit mm-hmm. for me. So right right. Um. So you know. Uh, so I started playing uh, with just one quiet drummer, uh, Scott Keller mm-hmm. at Merge, and uh, then I started adding members. And then I got busy because I learned how to play quiet, um, and I could fit into so many different places. And uh, after that, um, I needed players, you know, and uh, to find different people to sit in. Uh, I would never turn down a gig, mm-hmm. and that's been that's been kind of what I've been doing, you know. I don't oh, wow. turn it down. I adjust for the gig. I, I pull the players, and uh, I've never rehearsed with them collectively.
0: Yeah, like oh, all wow. these gigs that you do now, it's just guys that you've that you've been cultivating and that yeah. they already know the, the right. tunes or you just tell them, Hey, we're want to do this, this they and that, and they they're good enough the tunes. to step in.
3: They just step in. Right. They just step in. Um I asked them to just be patient when they first come in um and listen. And uh and they do. And um <clears throat> I think that merge was really our rehearsal. Sure. It was a cool rehearsal spot, mm-hmm. you know. And it still is. I still play there once once a, once a month.
0: Yeah, I was joking around in the intro that you play at places that wouldn't let Ryan and I use the sink. But uh, <laughs> but what, so what are some of these places that you play at? Merge has, has been a, a key one. Merge,
3: um, Merge has been, gosh, it's been five and a half years. Um, wow. And um, I've, I haven't really lost any... Um, I haven't lost
0: any regular places. Yeah, and I saw you at Babeville, and that's like Ninth Ward, I mean. Yeah, so
3: what I do, and and this is is good advice for musicians that are trying to book. Um, You know, I try to find places, I prefer to play places that don't typically have music. Um, Interesting. And, uh, you know, playing at Merge, I I give the owner credit. Um, She would walk around, look at me, and shh. She'd put her finger over her lips <laughs> and she would, you know, she was quieting us down. And yeah. after a while, I learned how to play extremely quiet. I was using a, class of, a classical
0: guitar most of the time. Because people are in there, they're chewing, and they're having um, dinner. Yeah. And they want
3: to speak. Yeah. And they want to, yeah. And so um, after playing there and learning how to play quiet and listen, you can hear every instrument. <clears throat> and um, uh, I started getting hired right out of that room. Um, no kid like people would show up there and be eating dinner and be like hey I want you to come play
0: at anywhere."
3: right and uh, so I would approach a couple other places uh, and um, I would have restaurant owners come and we became regulars at uh, Panos which just recently was sold so we're not there anymore Um, I was at uh, how how did you do it there um, I was a three piece there I had
0: a three piece there a trio and um, you wouldn't say you did it well you did it very well uh, I did it very well. You guys don't fucking know that Pommels commercial? I do. And oh. Why, you know, yeah. He did so well that he sold it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I
3: so. They were very wonderful to us. They was there for uh, three years. And uh, Providence Social was another place. Three, three and a half years. Uh, Providence Social, um, the owner of Anchor Bar, walked in and hired us to play there every Sunday night on Main Street.
0: Oh, great. That's awesome. And it
3: is awesome. It's a pleasure. Um, You know, it's a strange place to play um, in a bunch of korean home videos Well sure just like on a loop and Everybody, tourists, everyone right? there is just it's just full of tourists and if we're we Ooh. play there on sundays so uh if it's a home game and kansas city is in town <sighs> i'm performing for people from kansas city and uh it's an honor to play that stage because of the history of that room
0: oh absolutely sure. yeah that's so, great. So, so um, merge has been the the home base. Is there is there any place that you sort of have as your your favorite other than merge? What's uh, your most favorite place to play?
3: Well, buy? they're all my favorite
0: in Buffalo. You know?
3: um, oh. But uh, uh, of recently, recently I've been playing a place called Lucky Day Whiskey Bar. Oh, Lucky Day is fantastic. It's uh it's yeah, pretty been... cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, check it out, Dennis. You'll you'd love it there. Yeah, you oh, know. Cool. Um, I, again, what I really like to play is uh some of the some of these these places. It isn't a show there, you know, it's a, uh, we're background music, you, you need to learn how to step into the room, um, so I find these places that that want music, uh, they put us in there, and um, I really work hard to get the room right, and not, it's not necessarily a show there, and then I'm lucky enough to go and play a show from time mm-hmm. to time, like, yeah, like but you mentioned at just... Ninth Ward, you know, and do a
0: power yeah. set. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that was and that was one where everybody was kind of they were there for music. There were chairs set up. There was no place right. to eat. That's a, right. that's, that's a joint you go to hear to some tunes, to yeah. hear some tunes. Absolutely. And Babeville definitely will not let us use the sinks. No. No, not even close. I got chewed right out
2: of there. So um when you're looking for bandmates, is there anything you look for in particular? Like is there
3: a Uh I look quality? for quality quality people, really. Mm-hmm. Um before even necessarily musicianship. Uh um you know, I think that um However, I, I think that they're it's different now. They're coming to me uh
0: because they don't want to rehearse. <laughs> right. And you could provide that service. But you want a gig? You don't want to rehearse? Yep. Sam's the man. And it sounds and it's, that does
3: sound
2: nice. And it's, yeah.
0: it's
3: steady pay, you know. It's, I'm, I'm, i give them a fair, everybody gets an equal cut. Mm-hmm. And there's no
0: um you know, no one that you're not <laughs> accepting any more applications. Well, there's <laughs> there's
3: no ego with uh with that kind of those kind of feelings, you know, and um
0: yeah, you found the right people that can work with that. And they're not, they're not, um, you know, miffed if they're not playing at this one merge show. You pick a couple guys uh, up, pick a couple miffed. guys up. Not There's,
3: there's, there's been some of
1: that.
0: Yeah, cause I'd be pissed. That actually happened to me at a country band that I was playing with. This, yeah. this girl, um, Amanda Gurney, very talented. I know, her, sure. Yeah, she's a very talented, great singer, great songwriter, and I've had a, a, a lot of fun playing at her country band for a while. I played yeah. with Joe Child, so we yeah. have that connection. And, um, you know, it was great, but then she was coming back to Buffalo for a show, and she decided it was, you know, her right to do that she was going to pick up some other bass player, because I was playing bass with her, right. that she uses in Buffalo sometimes for this kind of big show. And meanwhile, I had slogged in these, like, fucking firemen's halls in, like, the southern tier the entire, <laughs> like, year leading up to this, you know, and then it was okay to call Denny, but then, but she had said, it, like, <laughs> it was fine. Like, I was on speed dial for the fucking VFW. Do you ever, then,
3: do you ever call her? Up on this show, let's give
0: her a, let's give her a buzz and talk her. we never have. A, <laughs> I don't think she'd appreciate it, and I'll tell you why. Um, I did I did when she like dropped me from this other show, this big show, you know, because Joe Childs, who was also in the Bay with me, it's like, oh yeah, we're you know we're playing here, we got the show. I'm like, oh, strange. I haven't received a call yet. Yeah. There must be you know something, some misunderstanding, and then you know it just turned out that she right. was picking up this other bass player to do it. So. You know, I was I was not that happy about it. Sure. And but I also recognized her right to choose who she wanted to play right. with. So I just kind of respectfully said, I actually, sent her a very nice email. In all honesty, and said like I really appreciate like the places that you you know got me into the play. It was really fun because we did we played like the Niagara Falls Air Force Base. I'm
3: sure your email and, had the most proper grammar.
0: And it was yeah, it was grammatically <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, you, you you could not find a fault with it.
3: You know, I I miss some of the morally players, maybe some of the players like for instance um. And I didn't mention John John Weber.
1: Yeah,
0: he
3: plays with the Steam Donkeys. Okay, I mean to spend time with this guy is just like it's wonderful. What's I mean, it, I, what what instruments does he play? He plays bass. Uh, okay. but it just reminds me the reason why I haven't really been working with him as much is because I just um, I have the opportunity right now to play some jazz, you know, mm-hmm. and it comes and goes, and some of these guys are going to get busy. Yeah, and and if yeah. I can't grab them, and I and I feel like. Um, now is about the right time to start recording. I just need to work with them as much as I can for the next couple of months. So when we record, it's just it's just there. Yeah, yeah. You know?
0: But so it's you're sort uh, of ramping up to it a little bit.
3: Yeah, and so you know uh, there are feelings of that of mm-hmm. that
0: uh, you know. Once in a while, guys are like, huh. Well, thought- well, they just ask, and yeah.
3: it's it, it's not easy always to say, well, you know, I'm I'm going to do. But most of the time, my my you know the truth is is is, is the reason would be because I need to share you know I need to share it and spread it however in the last three months I'm kind of putting myself first yeah I've done this for five and a half years with these guys and uh, and it's it feels a little bit more important to me now yeah and uh, so I'm being I have to admit I'm being a little bit more selfish but always kind.
0: Right, right, right. You're not doing it in a rude way, but just you're weighing a little bit more, like, right. this is what I need to get out of this in yeah. this selection of players sure. right now.
3: What is
2: Do you have, do you have a, a recording studio of preference locally?
3: You know, uh, I don't. I, I, uh, I'm i going to record right in my living room in Holland. Um, oh, great. And uh, I, I want to do some of that live recording, like we talked about, you know, about Tom Waits. Sure. Um, and, uh, you know, and really lay down most of it live. So... Uh, Jesse, I I don't even know his last name. It's uh it's very Polish. There's an S K I on the end. Okay. He's a know. drummer. He's a drummer. Yeah, yeah.
2: J- Jesse Rajewski? Yes, yes. And uh, I've known him since I was in high school. I ran into him at Anchor Bar a while ago. He doesn't remember me at all, but I know who he is enough to. Yeah,
3: <laughs> and he knows the members. Yeah, he knows the members of our band. So uh,
0: he's just you know he's gonna come in and we're gonna start doing that. Cool. And does he awesome. have like the whole mic rig and everything, like a great recording rig he, he that he's does. gonna bring? He does.
3: He actually recorded us at uh, at Ninth Ward. Okay. And uh, you know he lives close. He's in West Falls, and I don't think it's necessary to go into a studio right now. You know, I'm mm-hmm. not I'm not really yeah interested in that. I, I haven't really had a very good experience with that.
0: Yeah. Why? What, what don't you like about going in the studio?
3: I guess I hear what I sound like.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that can be a problem. <laughs> well, that's the worst. Yeah, yeah. You don't want mics that are too clear. Yeah. I've got a bunch of examples right over there <laughs> yeah. on top of the... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sam Sam brought us some stuff. And we're actually... We are going to hear um, some of this music. Let's, let's, let's play a little music uh, here. Let's hear some original music. So this is Crossing
2: at the Border by Sam Arabella, recorded live at the Ninth Ward in Babeville here on the Struggle is Real Buffalo Music Podcast on allwnyradio.com.
1: New morning, didn't find time to lose my head. Stop for a cup of coffee, but I'll cross the bridge
3: instead. And I'll be crossing at the border,
1: let them see what they can find. Some way you're from, and where you're headed, instead of leaving her behind the fire of her soul Like a runaway train Peace and beautiful spirit On the evening plane Without words or I shouted we we'll fit to be in love There's song you show join down in Street Hopes that we might meet Search for a beautiful
3: spirit, now remember this sweet smell of her skin.
0: that was Crossing the Border by Sam Maribella on the Struggle is Real Buffalo Music podcast on all and we're here with Sam talking about the many pies he has his naughty little fingers in. Uh, I should say, I've known Sam <laughs> for... <before. fuck>? What? <laughs> well, it's, a, it's a... What is it? It's a metaphor, for goodness' sake. Don't be so... Uh, you, just, uptight. You, you just keep going, Dennis. You don't be so uptight. Um, so, I have known Sam for... How long, Sam? Are we... I think you were. I think you owned Broadway Joe. I think you own Broadway Joe's when I met you.
3: Yeah, yeah. Although I think um, our, our paths probably crossed in elementary school. I don't think so. I went in yeah, <laughs> I do. I, I went to uh, it was Ohio
0: school. Were you Spruce? No, no. I was uh, Gilmore. Were you Gilmore? Yeah. All right, forget what I was That was one of those, yeah. Oh, you look, look at me so disappointed now. I know, I thought... There's it was, a whole class was, element oh coming into um, this now that I didn't but yeah, expect. So
3: I, I, but I, I got to know you, I think, at Broadway Joes, and always appreciated your bands. And uh, Orange Sunshine, I, I think I got to know you at that point when you were playing... Mm-hmm. Excuse me, it was,
0: on, um, it was on Forest Ave near... Elmwood. I don't remember the. Oh yeah, Pauly K's Bourbon Street. Wow. We used to have a, a every other Monday night hot ticket. Right there to get it on Monday nights, but yeah. it was it was great. We would take the stage for three and a half hours and drink beer, and you know we were all t- twenty one. Right. So like all of our little twenty one year old friends would come out and like pack the place, yeah. and it was, it was a really super, fun time. Super fun. Uh, but
3: yeah, so Maniacs. I knew from
0: yeah, and then the Maniacs were playing at Broadway Joe's for a long time. Like I think at least like once a month. Right. And then, I wouldn't say you fired us so much as you sort of just like, I think, casually scheduled us out of the gig. I don't, you know, honestly. I know, I've I've asked you about this probably three times, and you always give me the same like, no, 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 it was a schedule and shit. you know, it's funny is that, of
3: course, I've been approached by many bands that have said, (laughs) you've done this, or you've done that, and... uh, You dirty. That was a very, you know, that was was a tough, those were a lot of plates to spin, and... um, it was, it was tough to balance that, although I don't remember, to be perfectly honest with I can with. imagine
0: from your perspective, you know, we were playing there for so many years, we thought we got a Friday lock or something, and I think maybe you just didn't have that same expectation when you took over
3: the place. I don't know. When you I, took you over know, the place. You know, I couldn't even tell you. I know that, um, uh, that it, it just
0: it changed. And eh, it's okay. I'm not, I'm not here to yeah. beat up about it. I just thought I'd mention it. Uh, so what was it like owning Barley? <laughs> 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 just cause it burns in my... Crawl. Well, I'm glad we got it straight. <laughs> we didn't really. You, <laughs> know, we'll, ne- next season, we'll have you on again. <laughs> we'll, we'll try this again. Really dig into that. <laughs> but, um, you know, what was it like uh, owning Broadway Jones? I mean, like we said before, it's kind of like a legendary dive bar. Um, I mean, we're li- And memorable, memorable characters. Well, I could, uh,
3: I could really,
0: you know... I could, Spit
3: us a tale. Sure. Us a well, man. you know, uh, I was 27 years old. Yeah. Know? So the first six months... It was like a Scorsese film. <laughs> it was dark. Broadway Joe had just moved to Florida. The Broadway Joe. The Broadway Joe. Joe DiVincenzo. Vincenzo. Um, it, it wasn't was a Broadway Joe. It, it was it uh, oh, up, more or yeah, less. Yeah, he was yeah, actually he was very great to us. Um, myself and Greg Mans, I should say. Uh, was my partner there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was tough, you know. Um, we paid it off in five years. Um, great times, you know. I think that trading shows really that that Broadway Joe's got me on the road with sweating like Nixon. Hmm.
0: Uh, I used to trade shows regularly. Um, oh, so you could use that as a chip without a town band. Sure, we did. Sure, Dan? we did. And Dennis, let's let's. Let's buy a bar. Yeah, let's let's get that. And Scott Leffler in his all WNY Radio Studios has a big empty space upstairs. We could probably convert. We'll talk. Uh Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm
3: in. Uh, (laughs) All right.
0: Cool. Yeah, you got experience. We need an underwriter.
3: Well, I can can ignore all
0: that experience and we could carry on. Great. That sounds like fun. (laughs) Yeah, start from Um, scratch with us.
3: So, uh, you know, Broadway Joe's. uh, I played there for maybe two, two, three years before I I purchased it. Mm -hmm. Um, The owner had it up for sale for three years. I was, you know, I was very lucky to get in and get out without being sued, or actually sued more than once. What do you mean, just because of because I was sued by ASCAP. Okay, gotcha. I was sued by ASCAP while I was an ASCAP member. Right, even more interesting. (laughs) But I'm suing myself. Um, I was sued for $105,000. The business was sued for $105,000. My partner was sued for $105,000 because we uh, had a bird dog come in, and he heard a Dave Matthews song uh, being played on our radio. Oh, my goodness. I think it was that, or he said it, maybe it was somebody during open mic. Now, I swear. It wasn't the maniacs. Uh, well, we did, that's why we got rid of you. Yeah, maybe, right? You. Covers. Not enough Dave Matthews. <laughs>
4: um,
3: I think it was... Uh, yeah, not enough. So I wasn't sure <laughs> if it would happen during open mic,
0: but... So the, they call them bird dogs? Like, are they these, like, spotters <clears throat> that go, like, mystery shoppers? Yeah, and
3: they live in Buffalo, and, uh, so they came in and sent us a letter and, and, uh, served us. Um, however, that was probably year six out of nine. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, when that happened, we would have been paying Ascap about fifteen hundred dollars a year, so they sued us. They settled for five thousand. So if <sighs> if you look back, we did pretty good. Didn't yeah. Pay them five yeah. thousand, not pay for six years, and then we ended up started paying them, and they cut you a deal. So it wasn't too bad. It was you know five six hundred bucks
1: a year.
0: Yeah. Way. I'm sure that's so, like part of the shakedown. So you know, that's, like that's my favorite story. High. That's your favorite story. You got sued. <laughs> yeah. There wasn't now. I, I remember going into some open mics there. This was after you owned the place, sure. and actually, I I almost hosted the open mics there for one week. But that's another tale for another time. Um, what the the last time I went in there, though, I mean, there was microphones missing. There were lights like burned out that were oh never replaced. Well, it was as I started to say, it was like the last days I, of I Rome almost, in there. I
3: almost foreclosed on that owner fourteen times. Yeah, you know, I held the note. Which means that I'm, hold, I'm holding that
0: deed. So you still technically own the building, no, and he was no, oh no, okay. he ended up
3: paying it off. Okay, um, but uh, what that means is I'm holding that that deed in lieu of foreclosure, meaning that what he could have done <clears throat> was he, he missed a payment or two, and I can go and file that, and it doesn't cost you anything to file it. It costs you, you know, five ten dollars, and you take over the building, mm-hmm. and that's the safety net. Um, so that almost happened fourteen times where I was downtown on the phone and saying. Hey Brian, Brian, oh yeah, we need to meet up. Uh, yeah, so, um, uh, but uh, moving on, I should tell you that uh, mm-hmm. moving back, okay, uh, one of the best memories that I, I, I can I can remember is I had somebody come up uh, from a band called Philly B Eats, and uh, they were UB music students, and um, at that time we were doing 200 people, maybe 150, 200 people for open mic. Wow. We were serving 25 cent drafts and $2.50 pitchers uh, and chicken wings. And um, um, we were collecting a dollar ahead at the door, <clears throat> which, which really helped pay everybody um, that was running open mic or mm-hmm. was involved. And uh, this kid told me that it really defined his college experience because we were running it for three, four years there. <laughs> and we had a great open mic for about a two, three year period. That yeah. was so solid. Um, but like anything else those things they they come and go sure you know bands can have a residency uh, as you know uh, with
0: the maniacs and it can disappear overnight (laughs) eventually (laughs) eventually you get tired of them and you just want them to go away you get one bird dog or one (laughs) fickle owner and you're out the job
3: right but uh, so a lot of great memories there so uh, now what years did you own Broadway Joes it would have been 01 uh, through I think early 09 okay yeah and did you do most of the booking yourself then? I did in the beginning, uh and that being the hard I thought that was the hardest position. <clears throat> I slowly turned it over to uh Nate Parasini, Um and we called him Turkey. Um and uh then it was Ed Weiner, who's actually plays with the uh the nerds now. Okay. Okay, Same yeah, nerds gone wild. Yeah. Great guys. See I still see him around. <clears throat> um try to keep my relationships um, great with, with employees, ex-employees, and sure. make them friends, you know.
2: So now, I'm a little less familiar with that time during Broadway Joe's. I was in Albany from like 2000 to 2006, but I think kind of coming back and seeing what was happening there, kind of... I always thought of it as like a place where young people go for hardcore music. Yeah. So now, that doesn't seem like <clears throat> you. So where does where do you kind of... I'm always curious in the fight against like personal preference versus
3: business sense, almost. So, well, how did how did that work for you in choosing who you'd have in? What I found interesting about Broadway Joe's, when I when I took over or when I was looking to take over, it was a hippie bar, okay, for the most part, and then there are some punk bands that were in and out. Um, what I recognized in Broadway Joe's uh, a couple of things. Uh, the first thing was its strength was was the idea that it was unassuming. Um, and so what I could do, I could go and 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 uh, I'm trying to think of uh, this guy's name uh, from Genesis that came in and played. Um, is it Sturmer? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a guitar player, and you know he can't fill the the twelve on a Tuesday night, so he, he's coming in and, and you know Frank and Bali and all these places and all these people coming in, and so that was wonderful. And then then I'd have then I'd have the Maniacs. Yeah, not for long though. Yeah, yeah. well, to Dennis, you know, but, um, but and West then I have, have a punk band or a hard, you know, a hardcore band, and those are the things that work. That's why uh, certain restaurants work because they can serve brec- breakfast, lunch, and dinner, or spin it.
0: Now you say Broadway Joe's was unassuming. Is that some sort of code talk for? Uh, I just uh, meant for for, you, for, you, for the plumbing not always working in the bathroom. Well. Uh, I, that's what I remember about the place yeah yeah that, <laughs> is that what you remember yeah I do I, remember I, I, I actually have a story about that but I don't think anyone wants to hear <laughs> well we're well, we'll have an episode about that uh, the bathrooms my partner Greg and I New York uh, taverns. To,
3: my partner Greg and I could could change a toilet like a race car like a pit there. like you were in a pit yeah um, <laughs> so of course uh, that place uh, you think about how many times that toilet was flushed in some some of those nights you wouldn't believe it and some of the
0: things mm. that were flushed
3: in it too probably 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 <laughs> um um you know that was a great thing that Broadway Joe told me. He said uh, when we took over, he uh, he said you two, I wouldn't hire either of you two. <laughs> and remember, this isn't a fucking church. That's what he told me. <laughs> That's awesome. And um, uh, so it was. It's unassuming in the way that you look at the size of the room, uh, and you look at its location, and um, you look at the outside of the building, mm-hmm. um, and um, you know you could put anything in there. It looked yeah. like a barn before I took over, and uh, you know, I peeled off the front. And What I do, um, my problem, I only regret there. I peeled off the front to redo the the, the front of the building and to face it off, and I pulled it off, and it said it had the original face on it, and I could have probably patched it up and fixed it, mm-hmm. but my mind wasn't there. Either. Yeah, and, and I and I and it is now. It's so strange, Ooh. and it said Broadway Joe's office and bar.
0: Yeah. Oh wow. Um, and
3: that was the original front of that building. And it looked pretty
0: cool. Like it had like some and, and, some
3: cred. What was great was the signage and the name of it. I mean, it was enormous that it was Broadway Joe's bar and office or something. Yeah. Awesome.
0: Oh, Just did stuff. you snap any pictures of that when the stuff was I off? I did. I got a couple pictures. All right, that. you'll have to send us one. We okay. can we can put it in the show notes if if you wouldn't mind. So uh, also when I met you, um, it was the the sweat and like Nixon thing was going. Gangbusters. Like, I remember that being your, your main thing. Now, you guys, talk, uh, tell us about them a little bit more. Now, you guys had some, you were out on in some circuits, you did some playing. You already said that you traded some gigs from uh, out-of-town bands to go to other places. Sure.
3: Um, well, we, we toured uh, mostly northeast,
0: back and forth. Um, and am I right calling it like funky, like a funky kind of hippie thing? I know you yeah. described it as straight ahead rock and roll before. No, but I never... it,
3: it would be. I think it would be considered progressive rock. Yeah. But um, not Dream Theater. More mm-hmm. Frank Zappa with a, a dash of uh, Snoop Dogg. You know, something like that. Yeah, I get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. It was fun. Um, gosh, I just I learned how to be um, in a band. Yeah. You know, and uh, had great members. There were some struggles. Yeah, some hardcore struggles. Some real struggles. Absolutely. Um, Our best year. um, I I guess I I rate our best year uh, looking at how many performances, because um, that's really where the band, I think, was, you know, was just so strong. Um, And we did 163 performances. I think uh, total, we did almost about 900 together.
5: Wow! So we were busy.
3: We were busy. Um, As far as being in that band and being out of town, boy, it really tests your relationships and traveling with each other. And I feel like um, what really slowed us down at the end would have been, you know, all of us had a little piece of that. I had a, mm-hmm. a child on the way. Um, we had another band member that had three heart surgeries. Um, wow. I felt like... I feel like mental health is a problem on the road. Oh, yeah. absolutely. You know, sure. uh, after eight, nine years, I feel like there are mental health issues, you know, when I look wow. back and think about that.
0: Um, and, was, was there ever a time that you considered murder? Uh,
3: you know, it would only occur to me to kill when I'm trying to sleep. Mm-hmm. And there's somebody that cannot stop snoring oh. and you know we're doomed to, to share one hotel room or motel room not even a hotel room not even a motel room someone's living yeah room. <laughs> or like
0: the car or the, yeah. the, the truck and yeah the van. Well, yeah yeah
3: well, <laughs> so we I think we all considered uh, murder it was very trying yeah. but. Wow, I just can't tell you the laughter. I remember the laughter. Um, And I remember laughing and being in so much pain from just laughing. Wow. And driving and laughing and driving. Um, But, you know, uh, nice recordings. uh, You know, I think that could have gone better for us. Um, But just great experiences with people. uh, Opening Mm -hmm. up for bands on their way up and on their way down. Um,
0: You know. What was your favorite to open for, or like, what's the coolest show it, Yeah,
3: I my opinion uh, or my my own preference would have been uh, Diggy Betts. Yeah, um, and his band loved us. I mean, his band oh, cool. loved us. You know, <laughs> um, like they would prefer to be playing the music that we were playing. Um, huh. I think uh, so. That's probably one that stands out. You know, as far as the the actual act that we opened for.
0: Yeah. Okay. So well let's uh let's listen to some some of uh the Sweatin' Like Nixon that we've been talking on and on about. Um so you guys have uh you guys have five albums total, I believe you told me. Four. Oh, Certainly is there a live one too Well, no, out? The, the,
3: the live one was the the one that I recorded at Ninth
0: Ward. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Friend. So four actual studio albums from Sweatin' Like Nixon. Right. Okay, and this is from the self titled third C D. That we're gonna—it was awake, right? That was one you mentioned before that I should Yeah,
3: and you know what's cool about awake? Uh, awake was um, uh, it, we we use it as a segue. So mm-hmm. um, we used you know if you you know about jam bands, of course. Uh, oh yeah, you've got an arrow on your uh, on your uh, set list, and <laughs> yep. it would go to awake and greater than sign. Whatever yeah, you want to call it <laughs> and uh, and we would we uh, we tickle this song in and out of different um, you know songs and sets, and uh, then we wrote a song turned out to be awake
0: okay uh great
3: all right uh
2: this is awake by sweatin like nixon on the struggle is real buffalo music podcast on all <laughs> i i imagine
0: there's some <laughs> in the beginning <laughs> We're here with Sam Marabella, and we just heard Awake by his Sweatin' Like Nixon project. Uh, so you own Boulevard Music Lessons. Yes. Right? Um, do you, uh, are, are you enjoying that? Is that, a, is that a good experience? You get a lot of families. I know it's like family-based lessons, yeah, families in and
3: out. Absolutely. Um, it's a healthy business. It's been there. Uh, it was it started out across the street from the Guitar Center on Niagara Falls Boulevard. Um, I was doing that. The last year and a half, I was at Broadway Joe's, and so that would have been about 07. Mm -hmm. And uh, so it's been there for a while.
0: We're on our 12th um, successful year. Are there any bands in the area that you can say are like, you know, alum? There's a
3: bunch of members and kids that started out playing there. Um, My partner, Joe Childs, is a gifted teacher, Mm -hmm. for sure, for sure. I don't teach. Um, I have in the past where it was, but I was more performance-based uh we employ 18 teachers and uh you know two three desk people mm-hmm. um we have over 200 students um and it's going well you know there's a little bit of a there's a little bit of a weird thing going on mm-hmm. because we've you know we've been in this business for a while and uh, the guitar center who is under the same roof mm-hmm. is now offering lessons uh, so um, are they really they are. I didn't know that so any new build when the guitar center went into Chitwaga, uh, very close to here. Yeah. Um, any new build, they would put in lesson rooms. So now they've gone back and they're starting to furnish uh, rooms in, uh, you know, in their the old in yeah. the boulevard location. Yeah, next door to you. Yeah, in the same building, which is really strange. But they signed off on it. We're there for another seven years, um, and I think that there's going to be things that they can do well and things that they can't do well, and uh you know we just have to focus on what's you know our strengths
0: yeah we you, you guys have a lot of other kinds of do you do like woodwinds all and stuff too yeah, okay. all instruments and voice so band instruments
3: and uh, all sorts of stuff piano right
0: okay music-ing, well musicing for
3: your children Very young children? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Dennis?
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, listen, I'll make some for you just to send them there, all right? Um, Right. No, really, anybody listening, send your kids there. Give the finger to the man at Guitar Center and So, like, with Guitar Center lessons, is it, like,
2: $40 for a brand name lesson, or you can get, like, 20 Guitar Center-branded lessons for a (laughs) dollar? I think that's the
0: idea. Okay. You know, we we did start a
3: a program there called Rock Band 101, and uh, Lawrence Rizzuto, really put us on the path we started with um, we started with a, a camp and then it turned into something that became monthly where these kids would um, you know they rehearse they name their band uh, and then we take them out to perform and um, so that's really awesome in fact we're, we're looking at trying to find another location so we can expand it and have have two spots because we've kind of outgrown it
1: oh
0: wow yeah that's great so aren't aren't you aren't you ever just like you know like you hear these kids like poking on the strings like ding 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 I just want to grab the guitar and just be like you know like here's peaches and regalia, bitches. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I can see that. <laughs> yes, yeah,
3: uh, you know, and um, just jam out like
0: you know like I don't know for, uh, being a musician it, it would seem like it would on occasion be frustrating to have people plunking so you know. You know, I think it's... It,
3: it probably would speak volumes if the teachers would answer that question. Right, that's I who think, I should ask. I think if I, if I were to... That's uh, why you don't if answer in the room. The, if I were to answer that question,
0: I think that they would be upset with me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cool. And, um, gotta ask you about this, uh, sushi bar too. that Yoshi. That you're, you're involved with. Now, you are the owner of that? I'm the owner of Yoshi. Yeah, Sushi Bar and Eatery in East Aurora.
3: Um, uh, due to my my living area there I wanted to find a place that was close um, so I opened that up it would be a year ago in February I started working on it two years ago uh, did you
0: have like culinary training or you just saw this in purely like business terms
3: business terms I um <clears throat> I looked at the spot um, and uh, it's it seems like the right location I found a chef So basically, I put some money down on the spot and said, "Hold this spot for two weeks. Let me look around." And it just kind of, it kind of came to me, um, you know, because I had the right chef. I couldn't possibly do it without the correct help. So I have a Mm -hmm. very, 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 very wonderful uh, chef that is focused.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I imagine that's like that's a key component. You might as well not have a building if you don't have a chef who can do the thing. Right.
3: Absolutely. So, um, so that's how that got started. Um, I, I was looking at it like I had some savings, you know, um, and if I, uh, don't use it to grow some, you know, some, some sort of other savings, it's just going to be taken. It'll be taken right. by, um, you know, a college that my son attends. So <laughs> if, if you have it and you're saving it, Someone's going to take it. Right, I don't know right. if you know this. So yeah, you I actually <laughs> kind of do.
0: Yeah, that, that, that's, a, that's a profound truth about right. extra money. Right. If you don't invest it in something that you really want and it's going to make a long-term difference right. to you to, to right. translate into something that right. to further your goals, it's going to be uh, frittered away. Right, right. Yeah. Well, uh, good for you. Uh, let's play a, a game here. I think, you've, I think you've answered all of our questions. Sure. It seems to be honestly. We'll check the... Uh, the lie detector test uh, printout after our game. <laughs>
2: yes, results incoming.
0: Yes, and so this is this is a real not real. This is a special edition. Uh, sorta. Well, they're so, all special.
2: Um, <laughs> this is uh this is one star Yelp venue reviews. So I, I scoured the internet and found ridiculous one-star reviews of local venues. I'm going to give you guys four multiple-choice answers, and
0: you have to figure out which one is the correct answer. Okay, so we're going to have to listen to this description that you give. This one-star description. These are all real descriptions. Yes, these are okay, all. So these are all
2: real reviews. I, I've not made anything okay, up. Okay,
0: so this isn't really real, not real. This no. is more just like your Yelp one-star reviews. Uh, yeah. Of whom? Yeah, there you go. Alright. We think this stuff out ahead of time.
2: <laughs> Alright, first up. I guess you can call this place the Poor Man's Continental. Oh, uh, who's, who's, who's first? Uh, Dennis, we'll have you go okay. first. I guess you can call this place the Poor Man's Continental, but even that's not even accurate. Would that be Mohawk Place? Would that be DBGB's? Would that be Tudor Lounge? Or would that be Gypsy Parlor?
0: That is...
2: Hmm, that is Tudor Lounge incorrect that it is a Mohawk place that was my next guess Yeah. actually out of all the ones I did I almost didn't consider doing a multiple choice for that because I thought that was super apparent (laughs) alright Joe, Sam, your name's Sam your name's not Joe, oh god (laughs) Getting late, <laughs> Sam. Uh, between its new adaptation of rap music, overpriced drinks and food, crap service, rude drunken staff, health code violations, and complete disregard for public opinion, they won't very last very long in this city. Is that stamps? Is that the Tudor Lounge? Is that the Evening Star? Or is that Central Park Grill? Central Park Grill. He is correct. All right. <laughs> they're not. They're not going to last long here. <laughs> Written in 2003. I, it, is, it was pretty old. It was at least five or six years old. All right. Dennis, went in here last week to see Puddle of Mud. They didn't come on until 11.30 p.m., which was just crazy given that it was a work night. Is that Town Ballroom? Is that Evening Star? Is that Darien Lake Amphitheater,
0: Or is that the Rapids Theater? Ooh. Ooh. Uh, I'm going to go with my first instinct at the Town Ballroom. Incorrect. Oh, it is the evening star. Ah, I should have learned by now, never go with my any of my instincts, actually. <laughs> it's
2: hard <laughs> coming up with answers for that, because it's like, where the hell's Puddle of Mud going to play around yeah, here? Yeah, that's, that's kind of what I was hung up on. All right, Sam. Uh, the stage looks like it will fall over any second. As far as bands go, think of this venue as a public practice space. Is that Mr. Goodbar, Tudor Lounge, Stamps, or Broadway Joe's? That'd be Jones. That is incorrect. <clears throat> that is stamps. And, uh, oh, well, yeah, there is a hole in the stage that yeah. you might fall through, and, um, public practice space sounds about right to me. Yeah. Mm. Alright, Dennis. Poor, violent, douchey security, bad management, and rude, inept bartenders. The only redeemable quality is the sound can be pretty decent. Is that Town Ballroom, Mr. Good Bar, The Tralf, or DBGBs? Sheesh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play DBGB's. That is Town Ballroom. Oh, really? Oh. Sam, this is, a, this is one of my favorites. I don't know if maybe some pervert took over this location in the interim, but myself and our group won't be back until you settle on a uniform that lets your waitresses come to work and leave with a little dignity. Is that Hot Mama's Canteen, Gypsy Parlor, Hard Rock Cafe Niagara Falls, or Mr. Goodbar?
3: It's, it's got to be the Hard Rock. You are
2: correct. <laughs>
3: nice. Yeah, I know slutware. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know they
2: had that there. i went
0: at it to Frequent now. I, yeah, I, had, I, had, I, had, no I idea. had no idea. That's a <laughs> viable place for us. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like some great marketing to me. All right,
2: Dennis, the rudest and most bizarrely cold and pretentious place I've ever been to drink. cheese. Correct. Yes.
0: Wow. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> Let's go. There, yeah, <laughs> let, and... me, let, let me okay, the wait, go uh, uh, the I, I've been Let me let me read the rest of this.
2: The atmosphere is the atmosphere is historical in a bad way. I, iman- I imagine it was once hopping and fun, maybe thirty years ago, and has since completely died. Yeah, now
0: it's like Miss Havisham's table spread is there, and her chandeliers are there. Like you know, Miss Havisham from the Charles Dickens novel. Like she was very old and straight over my head. Yeah, okay. Our, li- uh, our literary fans are sort to of love that um and has uh, since completely died
2: and the only people who come here when there's no event are the loopy geezers there to mourn the good times they once had the loopy geezers that's a great review alright you guys are tied at two not next up. up okay you can try and understand this review I'm just going to read it the way it's written. A human crumb. Yeah, I said it. That's the way I was treated by old Wanda with a the turquoise arm strap on her grabber. Me and my pal Herb, who owns a potato chimp company in Gowanda, he knows a bit about service industry, mind you, came down to the guzzle hut they call this venue this evening and were treated like slop. Is that Gypsy Parlor? Is it Milky's? Is it Mr. Goodbar? Or is it Thin Man Brewery? Milky's at his gypsy parlor oh <laughs> same thing yeah don't we go to different places I, I've actually I, I've read that the uh, the incidence of uh, food poisoning is a lot higher at Milky's. Andrew, Inter- good good to know after reading the reviews they're like it's like oh I kind of want to play a show there but it's like like I, I think I might get a disease from using the toilets there Like, yeah. like it seems everything I've heard <laughs> alright Dennis after the concert if you're looking for the way back to 716 for a post-concert drink don't ask a group of 60 year old women is that Music is Art, Buffalo Ironworks, B- Buffalo Niagara Hostel, or the Key
0: Bank Center? Uh, hmm. What was the first one again? Uh, music was, is Art. Oh, Music Oh, music is Art. Oh. Uh, I'm going to say. Did you say Crossroads in there? Is that one of them? Nope. Oh, Ironworks, you said. Yes. Yeah, Ironworks. Incorrect. <sighs> that is Key Bank Center. Yeah. Alright This game's too hard, Ryan It actually It
2: kind of is that's, <laughs> It's a good thing <laughs> Taking it, it easy like it a 1
0: out of 2 But then again That's a 50-50 So No, this is good
2: Sam I also had a concern About the safety Of the ladies' bathroom construction The walls were made of metal And there were screws Sticking out into the stalls It was pretty dangerous For a place that sells booze Is that Ironworks Sugar City The Waiting Room Or the Buffalo Niagara Hostel Sugar City. That is Ironworks. Oh, <clears throat> oh gosh. These are tough. <laughs> instance, really I was like, gotta- oh, I'll, I'll just make them guess without clues, and then it's like, oh, that's going to go so poorly.
0: Yeah. All right, we... Just got a few left here, right? Just few. yeah, just a few. Well, I don't know, like throwing like the hostel in there was definitely like throwing me off though. It might actually <laughs> do, all, they, it might <laughs> almost make it worse. I did
2: find like when I asked I asked people recently for venues I can check sure. out for shows and they told me they do shows there and yeah, I absolutely had no idea. So Yeah. All right, Dennis. This is the single worst bar in the United States of America. Bars in third world nightmares like Tanzania and Kenya are probably cleaner than the floors at this stuck in the seventies rotting buffalo dustbin. If you ignore the warnings and go to this quote unquote bar on a Friday night, you'll realize what a cluster doink mess it is. Okay. Is that Showplace Theater? Is that Rapids Theater? Is that
0: Mr. Goodbar? Or is that Broadway Joe's? It's gotta be Joe's. That is Mr. Goodbar. Oh, really? Well Joe's has been clo- well, Joe's has been closed for a while, hasn't it? Yeah. I actually yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know what year these are from, so oh damn. All Mr. Right. Goodbar, really? Is it that? I mean is that dilapidated? Okay, I'm I, I I like good Judge what you're saying, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> I don't cool with know.
3: it. You know, I think it's so funny how uh, there's some different, for, you know, there's Everyone has a different. Perspective. Oh yeah. yeah, well, I mean, but, uh, <laughs> like I, I mean, as much as I love good bar because I uh, play softball and we always go there after we play. Yeah. But to play there?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I played there for a little while. Oh, when there was gosh. like a like a railing, for the longest time, there was like a railing on the ground floor stuck up right in front of you, which was stupid. Or
3: the, 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 the
0: urinal, the trough urinal. I mean... It's, oh, God, I forgot about the trough urinal. No, that's oh. that's like 80 demerits right there. It's like, a, it's like a Bills game in there. And, yeah, actually, I can't even speak of some of the things that happened in that bathroom. Moving on! <laughs> Moving on. Uh,
2: Sam. Some of the things I've encountered... Um, The employees had fleas or or some other bug that jumps and jumps. Never again, I tell you. They better clean the carpets and the staff so those little bastards don't go home. Some things customers don't want to go home with. Is that Thin Man Brewery, Milky's, Hostel Buffalo Niagara, or Broadway Joe's?
3: Milkies. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right.
0: Oh, wow. See, I only guessed the hostel with, with some bed bugs, but Milkies, we've already heard. Is... I think
3: he tried to throw us off.
0: Yeah, by throwing a couple in yeah, there. Yeah, tried to change the scent. Yeah. All right, uh, Dennis, last one. Red herring. <laughs>
3: Yes. If you get this one,
0: you two tie. Yeah. I, which I'm, would
2: be the second show okay. in a row we've had a tie. Yeah, so, yeah. went to a Hardwell concert. By the way, I have no idea what that means. Hardwell. Went to a Hardwell concert, okay. which was amazing, by the way, but they charged $4 for water. Fair, whatever, that's not the issue. I bought a bottle and decided <laughs> to right. just refill it in the bathroom with the tap. A security guard goes in after me, grabs the bottle, and forces me to throw it out, stating that I have to buy water or I will get kicked out. Since when was it illegal to fill up a water bottle that I purchased with tap water? Is that Thin Man Brewery, Broadway Joe's, Rapids Theater, or Showplace Theater? I'm going to guess Thin Man Brewery. You are incorrect. Oh. That is the Rapids Theater. God, son of an ass hell. Fuck. And I, I actually did. I, I did look to find a, one, a one-star one review for Broadway Joe's, but uh, the, the, I don't think the, the Yelp site's up anymore, so. Right. <laughs> you couldn't even. Thanks, goodness. So Sam, you are a victor. Hey. Um, you win uh, our end. respect, and uh, you get to leave now. All right. If if you <laughs> lost that game, we'd have to play it. we just keep playing games until you you win. And then if it goes till about ten, it's eight forty-five now. If it goes till ten, then you just you leave sleep in this room. That's why we mm-hmm. are in this little room here, is
0: so we can lock you
2: in and keep you if you if you keep losing.
0: But you've won, sweet liberty. Yeah. Thank you. You've won your freedom. Thank you. Pleasure, guys. Yeah, Sam, you've struggled. And you've soared. Congratulations. <laughs> really, congratulations. Sam's, uh, if you ever get a chance to come out to a show and, and meet him, he's one of the nicest guys you're going to meet. And uh, very talented musician. Go out and see him. We'll, we'll put a link to your website in our show notes and stuff so people can Great. catch you where you're going to be. Yeah, Thank we'll you. definitely be pushing your shows on our Facebook and our social media and stuff. <clears throat> yes, Thank you're you. part of the family now. Part Thank of the struggle you. is real. Buffalo podcast family. Buffalo music podcast family. So Well,
3: uh, I should mention that uh, the Robert Zimmerman Philharmonic has a gig coming up. Yes. At the most pretentious place.
0: Uh Uh-oh. Right at Nietzsche's on June. Oh, excellent. I think it's June 14th. I haven't been abused by a stranger in a while. I'm (laughs) I'm interested in that.
2: (laughs) Well, great. Thank you so much. Yeah, June 14th. Check them out. Yeah, thanks for coming, Sam. We really appreciate
0: appreciate you being here. Thank you. Thanks. All right. This is Disposable Friends by Humble Braggers here on the Struggle is Real Buffalo Music Podcast on allwnyradio.com.
2: Here with Tom Burtless from Humble Braggers. Yes. Thanks for coming on with us. Of course. Um, so you guys are going on about ten or fifteen minutes here. Yes. So uh, do you have any pre-show
4: rituals? Anything that you, you have to do before you go on stage? Uh, drink at least one uh, to two beers. Is it any any particular <laughs> brand of beer? Uh, if if uh, IPA is available, usually that's that's the go-to. I don't really do a lot of cheap beer. Um unless it's like provided like at a show or something, sure. Or someone's just like, "Hey, here's a free cheap beer." Like, All right, that will do it. that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm not too picky. Sure. But if I'm buying I do anyway. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, um you guys opened for Joywave recently. Yes. I've li- I literally every
2: festival I see this summer, your <laughs> your name is on it. It yeah. seems like you guys are k- kind of rising right now. I would say so. What would you like if... If you had advice to give to someone else in the band, oh boy. like like what do you think it is? is? Is it the music? Is it the
4: promotion? Is it? I think like, more than anything, it. I've kind of had this theory. Like even you know, like a few years back when we were starting out, I think the thing that I've noticed about bands that do pretty well is that you, you just got to stick it out. I think that we've all like if you if you've seen the mu- local music scene particularly for Buffalo. Um, there's a lot of great bands at any given time. Oh, yeah. But it's just if they can kind of, like, stick it out. You know what I mean? I think, I think a lot of us have... I remember when we put out our EP in 2015, Disposable Friends. And I was like, man, like, I think this is the one that's going to hit it. And, like, we're going to be on, like, a national tour. And, and, like, that didn't happen. And I think, like, if you have that expectancy and it doesn't happen and it just dissolves all your interest in music, or, like, are you, like your expectations maybe exceed... Uh, what is maybe tangible in that moment, um, people can maybe kinda of fall apart from that or but if you just kinda of stick together and like stick it out, I think you can start to see like everything grow in a in a good way Awesome, that's fantastic advice <laughs> right. um, You guys plan any out-of-town dates
2: Or are you kind of just sticking to sticking to Buffalo for right now?
4: Uh, the only out-of-town date we have on the board right now Is uh, we're playing Rochester in like a week and a half We're playing Bug Jar on April 21st, I okay. believe For Floated floated Magazine A magazine out of Rochester is doing like a, a show I saw uh, you guys were fee- featured on there actually Yes, yes. yeah, yeah okay. uh, I think a year ago, two years ago Something
2: like that. Oh. <laughs> um, so uh, any fun stories from backstage? Joy Wave. Joy Wave was there. The, co- the people from mm. Cops seem
4: like they're super interesting. They are. I mean, we've been so we've been friends with Cops. We played with them. Uh, I guess I can say this. So uh, I've been a fan of Joy Wave for like six years now, six, seven years now. Um, and I've kind of like seen them play a bunch of times and, and became friends with Dan and Travis, who is actually in Cops but was in Joy Wave, okay. initially. So that's kind of how I got found out about Cops. So we booked a show with them, and I'd never seen them before, uh, at the tail end of 2015. And um, I didn't really know what to expect. I listened to a few songs. So it's like good like pop, like dance pop kind yeah. of stuff. And then seeing them live with the choreography, I was like, what the... Can I swear? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What the fuck <laughs> is going on on stage? We actually, no, no, it was at Nietzsche's. We saw him play. And, like, just... I mean, we all know Nietzsche's, and that's not a place where you maybe would expect to see that kind of a... No <laughs> right, no, no, no. fancy pop stuff, <laughs> yeah. No, right. yeah, and so they went on, I think, right after we played, and I was just like, what the fuck is going on right now? Nice. So if you've played with them more than once, do... uh there's a the singer, but then the rest of the
2: band all dress the same. Yes. Do they always look like their henchmen from like a 1980s action yes, movie. Yes, 100.
4: They always dress like that. Yes, uh, so, in various degrees of it, but yes. Okay, absolutely. Oh, man, Dude's uh, got to play. So yeah, I think yeah, we're yeah. Doing. I I I get warming <laughs> up. So uh, thanks right, for right, taking man. time. Yeah, absolutely. Thank so you guys. Us. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming. Um, yeah.
0: Okay, this is a song by Basic Printer. They are an experimental. Uh, synth-pop group from Tennessee, and this song is called The Regal Sprint.
1: Defer the referendum Consensus ain't on the agenda It's cause I'm ever taken by the aesthetic of the honor Let's get a different referendum Refer to defer to piano Does it become alright? I wanna be crazy. I wanna be crazy about something. I had the last one. Said, I oh, do. You got the last one. And was I really on my last one? When does it become alright? I wanna be crazy. I wanna be crazy about someone. You Just realign, calm it down, do it all the
6: overthinking. I have seen you 16 times when when you get a hint that I'm not done with you. I understand
1: that you feel humiliated and want someone real, but I know that you could feel so crazy. Could you just let me in? I promise. It's not over and I'm not done. It's not over and I'm not done. It's not over and I'm not done. It's not over and I'm not done.
2: This is Ryan Garnett, and I am here with... Basic Printer, uh, a.k.a. Jesse Gillen Walters. So, welcome to Buffalo. This is your first time here.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, have you been in the city long today? Or did no, you just
6: get no. in? no. Uh, pretty much timed it out that we showed up right at Doors, or right at Loden, so. Got some tacos, but that's about it. All right.
2: So, uh, this is the fifth date of your tour. Mm-hmm. How many dates total on the tour?
6: Eight total. Okay. Um... Yeah, we got Bampton coming up, and then Brooklyn, and Philly. Awesome.
1: Yeah.
2: (laughs) All right. When you record, you Mm -hmm. play all the instruments. You do everything. Yes. Um, So when you tour, you you have three members of a band Mm -hmm. with you. Uh, Do you always have the same members of the band when you play out, or is it kind of a rotating cast? Do you have to re-audition people every time you tour? It's
6: pretty tried and true. Um, The drummer that I had for a long time moved to Brooklyn. Um, at the end of last year, about six months ago, so I switched off to another guy for local shows in Nashville. But for this tour, um, we brought the first drummer back oh, that's because fantastic. we're kind of ending we're ending in Philly, and he's um, lives in Brooklyn. So yeah, that's he flew perfect. down, and we're just delivering him back up here. That sounds super fun. Yeah. So how do you usually find the, the band members if somebody leaves with traveling around so much? Um. Well, this is only our second tour so I haven't really encountered that yet um a lot of us are pretty tight um pretty good friends so um it hasn't really happened yet you like haven't had to do kind like, of we're kind of locked in you, you know? haven't
2: had to do any like blind auditions or anything no you and you know on? I
6: really don't know man like if Aaron what like met, moved or something mm-hmm. I guess you'll see tonight but like he <laughs> will he splits his keyboard into you know two different patches and like The left hand's doing the bass, the right (laughs) hand's doing, like, a string quartet, and then he's, like, switching patches and doing backup vocals. Like, I don't know if I could find someone like that, (laughs) you know? Yeah. But. So
7: what's the biggest
2: struggle that you found on tour so far?
6: Hmm. The biggest struggle is just definitely um, logistics and communication and stuff. I think we do do it great, but I think it's probably the hardest thing is at every moment, there's, you know, all right, you're going here at five, I'm going there at six. We're all bringing, you know, you bring that. Is the car locked? Is the bag? <laughs> which bags and where is the cash bag over there? That kind of stuff is like always on, and really key to have in line. Uh, what's your tour vehicle of choice? It's right over there. It's a CRV. Honda oh. CRV is surprisingly effective. Now we do have a di- we have a sedan as well. Okay. Um, but the CRV like with the t- two back seats down, it's, like, there's so much space. Just, to, like, the full kit and everything. So. Any uh, any pre- or sh- post-show rituals you have? Huh. Um, not really, just kind of that, like, kind of always, you know, you step off and have that sigh of relief and you're looking around at everyone. Just kind of that natural reaction is, like... The go to vibe, I guess you could say. Sure.
1: Mm-hmm.
6: Um, what should fans be expecting tonight? What are they going to see on stage from Basic Printer? Um, they're going to see some hyperactive synth punk balladry.
2: <laughs>
6: I don't know about you, Will. That sounds like everything gets uh, in f- sync in there. Yeah.
2: I'm looking forward to that. That sounds cool. Cool. Um, so What's I- been your favorite stop so far on the tour?
6: favorite stop so far on the tour was surprisingly Columbus on a Monday or on a Sunday oh wow um Woodlands Tavern is a venue crazy amenities at the venue like lighting dedicated lighted person crazy lighting really good uh live rig amazing green room with like a arcade machine in it damn just really cushy and then like they just treated us super well and like everyone was into it like everyone that was there was just super into it so
2: great cool. mm-hmm. well Jesse thank you very much for coming on yeah we'll be playing some of your music after this cool so, um yeah have Sweet. a good show thank
0: you very
6: much no problem
0: okay now we're gonna hear Habits by Dream Beaches on the Struggle is Real Buffalo Music Podcast on allwnyradio.com
2: So, I am here with... Jacob Peter. And...
5: Gabriel Wells.
2: Of Dream Beaches, outside of Mohawk Place here. How are you guys doing tonight? We're good. Great. Awesome. Thanks for taking some time to talk with us. Yeah. So, uh, you guys just got back from a three-week tour. Yes. How was it? Intense. Intense? <laughs>
7: yeah. It's tiring. Yeah, we slept on a lot of floors. Yeah. It was like most of the sleeping situation was floors or couches, um, and you just kind of are going the whole time
1: so
2: I think that's that's a great place to start Uh, where do you find the couches to sleep on (laughs) <laughs>
7: um, you just ask someone At the venue sometimes Ooh, Like yes. a band you play was like Hey guys Do you have a spot to crash? And yeah. some bands Are gracious enough To uh, lend us some space Sometimes it's people Who have some space Like someone who yeah. saw the show Yeah we were pretty lucky Yeah we got super lucky though Kind of always felt Did good. you always had, You always had a to yeah, sleep? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean Yeah some- In New Orleans We got an Airbnb But that's yeah, only because We were right. doing some hang in there too Sure But yeah Everyone was real You know
1: supportive
2: of it <laughs> anything any anything just absolutely crazy happens like That's one really show crazy. something
5: nuts or weird hilarious um Nothing, anything mm-hmm. stick out we played a show in baltimore that was uh heated with a wood stove that was like across the whole room and it <laughs> yeah. was freezing cold, it was freezing cold. <laughs> and everybody was pretty <laughs> there was like, like crowded around it but it was like yeah. on the complete opposite <laughs> side of the room so you had like the band playing over here and then like yeah. It was weird
7: We but, also did two drummers That day Yeah We oh, had the drum Because we went on tour With our band Dream Beaches And this band called Jack And we shared a van And all that And so we just did two drummers Because we knew There was like two people there So what kind Sometimes of a, you what, gotta do that What kind of venue Was it Woodstove Is <laughs> it like a bar Or just uh, like it was a total like DIY a, space know, Okay It was like uh, a warehouse It was a warehouse yeah, Basically <laughs> Yeah It was a warehouse And yeah We just kind of went for it Had fun That's 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 the advice I'll give on tours: try to make any situation fun <laughs> It's you know, most likely a play it. to like six people Oh, I completely agree <laughs> yeah. So what was your favorite stop on the tour? New Orleans Because it was warm? Because <laughs> it was warm <laughs> It was the only time on tour where it was like 70s And we ate like incredible food Nice And just hung out It was like the, probably the biggest biggest bonding time yeah. I don't know Would you agree? I
5: liked sh- Detroit a lot Did Really? Oh, people like Detroit I liked <laughs> Chicago a lot Chicago oh, is cool Chicago was uh, cool Joel Patterson yeah, we saw this old school guitarist there. Yeah. So
7: that's cool. the other thing you recommend on the road: is see some good music to keep you inspired.
5: that mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of places sure. like New
6: Orleans.
7: You can't really go wrong. Yeah, yeah. New, Orleans, New Orleans, Chicago, Detroit, great. any of those right. places. Yeah.
5: So that's in great. New Orleans, we did uh, find there's a bar there called the R Bar that on Fridays at nine o'clock about they have a free crawfish boil boil where like if yes. you're just drinking at the bar you can line up around like nine o'clock and and they do like a huge yeah thing And it's free, it's pretty cool. That That's was awesome. awesome. Yeah, North this North. is a fun place. Yeah, we mostly just ate a lot of food.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and There's good reason the
5: Garden District, we saw they're filming, uh, they're doing like a documentary oh, on yeah. Netflix about Motley Crue. Yeah, yeah nice. And we were like, what is happening? And then they're like, oh, yeah, like, there's a Motley Crue documentary. And I was like, walked out of this cafe. Yeah. And, uh, Machine Gun Kelly, who's playing Tommy Lee in that documentary. Doc- <laughs> it's more, it sounds like I'm like, uh, kind of. So it's
2: a documentary, ice. but they have some cast as Tommy yeah. Lee? Yeah.
5: yeah, no, yeah. So anyway, I walk out of this bar, and Machine Gun Kelly's like standing right in front of me, in full dress, like, <laughs> and with a big wig on, and I was like, Kind of blown away I don't know It was weird <laughs> Nice
1: See if you that's know pretty crazy that is, story You'd
5: probably be like oh, Yeah
2: Absolutely something. This is crazy cool. yeah um one so last question for you. sure so when it comes to booking the tour mm-hmm. what tips do you have
7: that, that's <laughs> it, it's brutal well this is funny because I claim no responsibility for, for booking any of it it was Corey Me too. it was Corey and um, Brittany <clears throat> yeah. who booked now all want the tour
4: like now I want to know of
7: <laughs> and uh, basically they just they went through a bunch of DIY forums either on Facebook stuff like that they reached out to friends they made a lot of statuses
5: yeah so just use I would say oh, use your community yeah we went on tour a um, like really st- small tours, like four days, five days, ten days even. And uh, and that was great. Sorry. We're all, um, we're, all, we're, all, we're all just paying attention to the
2: man peeing on the wall across out, the street maybe. from us. Welcome to Buffalo. <laughs>
1: some
5: uh, the struggle um, is real. <laughs> yeah, the first couple outings we went on, like, we met some people. Like, a, um, yeah. so in Harrisonburg, we played a house the first time we went there. But then the people that were there were like, oh, you guys are great. Next time you come back, we'll get you a gig. And then they got us a gig at yeah. the Golden Pony, which is like, I think that's what it's called. Yeah. And it yeah. was like a, it was a solid event. It was like Mohawk or something. So. Yeah. So you just go out initially with like that just play a basement but then like sometimes people then you just connect with them again and then they like will get you so so don't
7: be discouraged if the first time you go out the struggle is very real or the third or fourth or
1: fifth time (laughs) i don't think
5: the struggle really goes away until you get paid like yeah yeah
2: cool well thank you guys for coming on Uh, i'm looking forward to your set tonight thanks all right cool
1: thank you